welcome class to the last chapter of stone fox yes chapter 10 the finish line let's get started right away i know you have all your materials here we go the crowd cheered madly when they saw little willie coming to view at the far end of main street and even more madly when they saw that stone fox was right on his tail go search like go they were so loud class madly meaning they were so loud they weren't really mad okay go search like go search like forged ahead he went further further but stone fox was gaining he was catching up to him class go search like go little willie cried out search like gave it everything she had she was a hundred feet from the finish line when her heart burst she died instantly there was no suffering the sled and little willie tumbled over her oh my goodness Willie tumbled over her, slid along the snow for a while, then came to a stop about 10 feet from the finish line. It had started to snow. White snowflakes landed on Searchlight's dark fur as she lay motionless on the ground. The crowd became deathly silent. Lester's eyes looked to the ground. Miss Williams had her hands over her mouth. Mr. Foster's cigar lay on the snow. Doc Smith started to run out to Little Willie, but stopped. Mayor Smiley looked shocked and helpless, and so did Hank and Dusty, and so did the city slickers, and so did Clifford Snyder, the tax man. Stone Fox brought his sled to a stop alongside Little Willie. He stood tall in the icy wind and looked down at the young challenger and at the dog that lay limp in his arms. Is she dead, Mr. Stone Fox? Is she dead? Little Willie asked, looking up at Stone Fox with his one good eye. Stone Fox knelt down to put one massive hand on Searchlight's chest. He felt no heartbeat. He looked at Little Willie, and the boy understood. Little Willie squeezed Searchlight with all his might. You did real good, girl. Real good. I'm real proud of you. You rest now. Just rest. Little Willie began to brush the snow off Searchlight's back. Stone Fox stood up slowly. No one spoke. No one moved. All eyes were on the Indian, the one called Stone Fox, the one who had never lost a race and who now had another victory within his grasp. Meaning it was so close, class. But Stone Fox did nothing. He just stood there like a mountain. His eyes shifted to his own dogs, then to the finish line, then back to Little Willie holding searchlight. With the heel of his moccasin, Stone Fox drew a long line in the snow. Then he walked back over to his sled and pulled out his rifle. Down at the end of Main Street, the other racers began to appear. As they approached, Stone Fox fired his rifle into the air. They came to a stop. Stone Fox spoke. Anyone crosses this line, I shoot. And there wasn't anybody who didn't believe him. Stone Fox nodded to the boy. The town looked on in silence as little Willie, carrying searchlight, walked the last 10 feet and across the finish line. Now, this was a serious story class oh my goodness 
I'm going to read to you what it shares at the end here. It says the idea for this story came from a Rocky Mountain legend that was told to me in 1974 by Bob Hudson over a cup of coffee at Hudson's Cafe in Idaho Falls, Idaho. This is written from the author's viewpoint, not Ms. Farrell's. All those stone fox and the other characters are purely fictitious and of my creation. The tragic ending to this story belongs to the legend and is reported to have actually happened. Now this excerpt class, this is actually information about the author. Unfortunately, this author has passed away too in 2006. Says he was born in 1944, the author John Reynolds Gardner. They said he described himself as an author, engineer, inventor, rock and roll singer, door-to-door salesman, songwriter, and Santa Claus. Traveled widely throughout his life. Born in California, Santa Claus meaning he liked to give away a lot of gifts. He was born in California. He lived in Ireland, Germany, Italy, El Salvador, England, and Mexico. He heard the legend that inspired Stone Fox while in Idaho, and it became his first published work. His other works include How to Live a Life That's Not Boring. Class, this indeed was a book that definitely was not boring either. So, at the it, just in case you want to know, what the end of the the book cover says in the back of the book it says a race against time little willie's grandfather is sick and it's up to willie to save their form from the tax collectors their only hope is the prize money from the national dog sled race but a lot of other people want to win the race too including stone fox who has never lost a race in his life do willie and his dog searchlight stand a chance against the toughest racers around? Can they win the race to save the form? And grandfather, before it is too late, says somebody from the New Yorker, a newspaper, a superb piece of storytelling, without doubt the most exciting and moving book this season. A New York Times outstanding children's book of 1980. Over 3.5 million books sold. And it was published by Harper Collins Publishers Company. And the ages for this book range from 7 to 11 years old. And the cover art was copywritten in 2010, 2010 by Wayne McLaughlin. And the cover designed by Aaron Fitzsimmons. And we see a lot of books by Fitzsimmons, uh, author. Um, just to note also that this book right here... We did, I did share the information about what it said in the back of the book. And like they say, try not to judge a book by its cover, but you can pass some type of analyzation of a book that, sure, if you like the design and maybe just your favorite colors are involved, those might be intriguing enough to you to want to read the book. And it just may have such an inviting title that it would want you to read the book as well so there are so many different aspects to a book and i hope that you all use bookcreator.com and create your own books and we see you all on the new yorkers outstanding list okay whether um this 20 
10 or is, sorry, 2020 or 2021. All right, you all. All right, so have a great, great, great day today. And looking forward to uh, starting a new book. I really hope you enjoyed this book. Of course, we'll be making connections to the book as you all listen to the podcast. All right, thank you. The rest of our classmates is listening to the podcast because I'm talking to you. So you're listening. So I appreciate you as well as everybody else. Okay, thank you so much. Appreciate you. Bye-bye. <laughs>